Hey folks, Sam Whitfield here. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for downloading the audio podcast and listening to the show wherever you may be. I really appreciate it. And I would like to let you know that you can also now support the show directly via Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report, you can now support the show using Apple Pay or Android Pay on your mobile device, depending on which type of phone you have. And you can contribute $1, $5, or $10 as the three levels of contribution. I would really appreciate anything that you can give. Every little bit helps the show. And you can find the link to support the show directly in your show notes, depending on which app you're using. I would really appreciate the support if you can. If not, please uh, continue to support the show by giving us a rating on iTunes and sharing with your friends. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the Thursday Podcast. This week, uh, I'm joined by Thomas and uh, Seth and Trent, my buddies from the Young Americans for Liberty, the chapter at the college I go to. They return to the podcast this week to uh, discuss the uh, midterm election results, and uh, then we went on a quick detail into pop culture and uh movies and comic books and whatnot and uh went back and forth between pop culture and politics as we're wanting to do when we all talk so uh it was a good podcast i won't keep uh the intro too long i just want to say that as always this uh podcast is independently my own and uh does not reflect the opinions of the management of the Young Americans for Liberty. Just want to put that disclaimer out there as always for, uh, you know, legal purposes and whatnot. But uh, as a whole, I hope you enjoyed this uh, conversation that we had. And stay tuned for more because this is part one of three of our post-midterm uh, election coverage here on the Whitfield Report. Hope you enjoyed this Thursday edition of the podcast. And uh, thanks for listening and supporting the show. All right, before we begin this uh, podcast, I would like to once again make clear that everything that is about to be said uh, is our own opinions and is not the direct opinion of Young Americans for Liberty or its, uh, you know, head uh, executive branch. Although, although, <laughs> although it, it should be, I think. And uh, with that in mind, welcome to this uh, week's episode of the Whitfield Report, port, uh, part one of three, actually. 
for this first part of our post-election coverage, I am joined by uh, my favorite... Uh, Arabic. What? <laughs> I, 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 I was... Uh, I, He's Guatemalan. I was, uh, oh, Guatemalan. I, I, I thought you were Arabic at first. I, 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 I was, I was going to say Cuban, but I'm like, fuck, no, he's not. A, he's not a damn commie. He's not a Cuban. Well, he's, he's not. Uh, my, my favorite jock, which would be... Uh, Me. You. Seth. And uh, my favorite Ben Shapiro and impersonator. <laughs> Trent and Ginter? Yeah, Trent. So, uh, my wife's an actor. <laughs> my, and, uh, of course, I am the resident cripple here. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, folks, welcome to this, uh, non-serious serious episode. Um, the only physical disability here. <laughs> yeah. Out, out of, although, like, technically, I suppose that Thomas would actually trump me in terms of privilege because I'm still white and <laughs> he is not. I'm not. So is I'm okay because it's not okay to be white, apparently. Is ethnic ambiguity alright? Ambiguity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a concern. Um, anyway though, in all uh, seriousness, wow. We uh what an election. We did we did better than I thought we, we would. We did. We did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Win some, you lose some. Make America uh, great again. Basically, but just a disclaimer, I basically didn't do a, a predictions podcast. Everyone asked me to, but uh, I suck at making predictions, so if you're not good at making predictions, why do it? That's my well, motto. I think, I think for, in terms of most Republicans, most conservatives, their predictions was... On the right path. I know mine was. I I, I knew we were going to lose the house. I, I knew the house was yeah, a goner. Not to the extent that I thought. Right. That usually ha- happens. Um, but like... Okay, let's just go immediately to Florida. I honestly didn't know how it would turn out. Uh, I, I didn't. It was, it was so close. It could have gone either way. Well, let's let's remember about pre-election polls that if we take the previous presidential election, every news outlet thought that Hillary Clinton would win. Every poll said she would have like at least a point lead in terms of right. well, She points. did win the popular vote, but she didn't win the electoral college. No, but that's really where it matters. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's different when it comes to uh, you know gubernatorial, senatorial. Right. Because those aren't... Well, I don't know about... Well, okay, let's, let's be honest, though. Uh, even Democrats hated Hillary Clinton. Yeah, but... I mean... Whereas Gillen, Gillen did not have the uh, Hillary Clinton hate factor. No, she didn't. But... He had the Bernie train. They were on the Bernie... A lot of... A lot of well, he was endorsed by Bernie. So a lot of the people who I feel did not like Clinton, but did like Bernie, was 100% with Gillum. Gillum also got endorsed by Obama, too. Yeah, that, yeah, that, 
That was big. That, I think that, Obama's <clears throat> compliment doesn't really do that much anymore now that he's not president. I don't think his word holds as much as it used to. Maybe not in general, but like Democrats still see he's the Democrat equivalent of Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. At least kind of from what I've heard Democrats say. Well, I mean you can be who else would it be? Bill Clinton? I don't think so. At least not in terms of the the, the mean, modern left. I mean the thing the thing it is the Democrats I mean I suppose I mean, they've never all had, like, a Reagan-esque figure. Um, no. You know, before, like, back in the old Democrat party, Kennedy was the one. But let, Kennedy, yeah, but, but even but, then, but ideologically. Let, but let's be honest, Kennedy now, at least in terms of political ideology, would be more libertarian conservative in terms of his... I'd put him more just dead center, I'd say. Same with Clinton. Yeah, but, I mean, dead center... In the mind of the left is pretty much far right neo, yeah, all those. Yeah. Um. Anyway, though, yeah, getting back to, uh, I mean, it was it was close. It was very close. It was very close. But I have I have the full results here. So yeah, please. Uh, for Desantis, forty nine point six, compared to Gillen, forty nine point two. So. So it really was by Harris. But I should also make note that in counties where Clinton was in the lead, in Florida, I mean, Gillum underperformed. I think I'm looking at uh, Broward. He was underperforming in terms of the past election. Um, I have a reason, or I have a theory for that. It's not really my only theory. It's kind of shared. For, okay, for Senator Rick Scott, 50.1. Bill Nelson, the fossil. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Whatever you want to call it. Hey guys, I was forty nine point nine. Hey guys, I was an astronaut forty years ago. That's cool as shit. That's cool. Who who? You only orbited like for like two minutes. I'm not gonna lie, that's so cool. It's still cool. I wish I was. I mean, I I did a I did a whole like, I, I write jokes on Facebook and I and I think they're funny. But I basically did like a thing where he was like, "Hey guys, I was an astronaut," and I'm like, "Florida voters." That's great, Bill. No one gives a shit. It's true, though. Crickets. Hey, guys, I was an astronaut. Then please over me. So. Yeah. Okay, so as to my theory, why Gillum was underperforming was, let's be honest, Gillum was pushing a pretty close socialist agenda. I mean, if you're going to be endorsed by, endorsed by Bernie Sanders, a democratic socialist, you're on the socialist lines. Feel and the burn. Huh? Feel the burn. Feel the burn. Yeah, especially in your taxes. But let's most of Southern Florida, like Southern Southern Florida, like Miami, Broward, these are filled with a lot of Latinos. These are filled with a lot of Cubans. And I think no group, the groups that have, you know, faced the the troubles of socialism most would be Asians, Eastern Europeans, and Latinos. So look at Venezuela. So well, I think when Latinos hear socialism, they think of Venezuela. Well, the Im- the immigrants, at least, um, I I would agree. I think the I think the first and second gen Americans. Mm. Um, I mean, let's let's be real. Yes, I I agree that you're right. But let's 
let's be real, at least for, for going. It was extremely close. Mm-hmm. It was. Which concerned me because, okay, we won, but it was very, very close. So, how many people were being fooled by socialist and Marxist propaganda when their parents and grandparents would not have? Well, I think that that just speaks to the generational divide. I mean, I I think it'd be fair to say that a lot of the older Latinos would be against compared to the younger ones who don't really have a grasp on the dangers of socialism. You know what I mean? Right. We've talked before, and I mean, you're an immigrant Mm -hmm. yourself. So you're young, but you understand, Yeah. you know, from a, from a little bit, I don't think Seth or I or Trent or anyone really here can, you know, we understand it, but not, we don't understand. Are you assuming my nationality? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yes, I am, you you cracker white boy. (laughs) Um, but this was too close for comfort, but again, it's Florida. The reason why people watch election nights is just for Florida. Like, the only reason CNN never calls Florida until, like, the last, last minute is because Florida's this way. But, uh... Florida's (laughs) But let's talk about Texas, because Texas... I love Texas. Love them. Uh, you know... Uh, but that was a, if, if we're going to talk about too close for comfort, I think it's Texas, with Ted Cruz getting fifty point nine and Beto O'Rourke forty eight point three. Um, I think obviously as conservatives we should be you know like yes we did okay we kept the Senate we got some marginal gains in the Senate. A lot of the battleground states like Florida and Texas and Georgia we prevailed. But most of our base has been rural. That can be said about the last the, the presidential election. It's been rural. But we really took a hit in suburbia. And the thing about it is, I mean, if, if we're talking about civilization in general, cities and suburbia, that's going to grow. Whereas rural uh, areas, that's only going to shrink. That's just, you know, the logic of, of civilization. So we... We should be like, okay, yeah, you know, we did okay, but we really need to be worried. I don't think the, I think we're all cut out, we're all high on victory that we're like, okay, the blue wave's over for now, but I think we should still be very fearful because we really do need to get back at least to Berbia. Well, I think one of the major factors, and I've said this for weeks on the podcast, um, I think one of the big motivating factors obviously can, can you can you get me some chips which one uh what do we have we got fritos we got doritos blue red we got lays classic sun chips uh, cheetos sun chips nobody cares about sun chips i'll take i'll take i'll take doritos uh blue the sun chips are for faggots <laughs> I, again this type of language is why uh you know, this this is kind of an unofficial YL podcast. But well, I guess I'm a faggot. That's okay. 
We kind of figured that out in a way. Yeah, we figured that out. A long time ago. Uh, I mean, you did unzip your pants in front of. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. okay. But that doesn't make me gay. True. Yeah, only like 2 or 3%. As the great words of Bo Burnham. Don't you just hate when you're blown a dude and it turns out he's a faggot? <laughs> Am I right? Okay, real talk. If you guys, done your head, had to suck one phallus ten times, or suck ten phalluses one time, which would you choose? One ten times. Okay. Same. Yeah. One ten times? Same. You guys are gay. Why are we gay? Because, listen. Because Why do you guys say no homo? No. Hey man, less less chances of contracting the AIDS. If you are, if you are sucking the same dick ten times, that is commitment, and that is gay. I'll take the ten dick, the ten dicks, just down the line, assembly line, like Henry Ford. Yeah, but you haven't dis- defined what the suck is. Is it just? Do you just have to put it in your? That's mouth? That's the beauty of it. Yeah, do you just have to lick it? What do you have to do, man? I mean, if we're gonna be real, we have to go through. I mean, this count as three. Yeah. Probably it will be total ejaculation. Okay. Uh. But you think about it. If you're sucking the same one ten times, the chances are that guy is going to be ejaculating less and less. Or like, the time between each ejaculation is going to grow. To the point where it's just blowing air? Yeah. Just... (laughs) It hurts at that point. It actually does. (laughs) It's not fun. No. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, is anybody... I was right. You, you are dead. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> Okay, is anybody here doing No, No, November? Failed. No, no, not November? I failed on the first day. <laughs> and then I failed on the third day with a person. Failed last night. Well, there you go. I failed because, uh, coincidentally, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit previews came out. <laughs> So, Sarah Underwood's new calendar came out. Ooh. Well, it's November 8th, and I'm still eight days strong. How have you not, like, killed someone yet? It's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. I, I nearly murdered someone last night, man. Yeah. I and go, then I knew I'd take matters into my own hands. I go three days, man. How's <laughs> <laughs> good? It's hard. It's just all about willpower, bro. That's why I got Jesus. Jesus can jerk you off. And we're back. Um, <laughs> follow Alice's path or face Tesla's wrath. <laughs> um, so, where were we? Um, Discussing Texas and Texas. suburbia. Yeah, Texas, which is shaped like the middle finger, by the way. Texas what? Shaped like the middle finger? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ever know? Okay. That? I can see that. But anyway, uh, Texas women, as long as we're going on tangent, tangents, uh, a lot of women from Texas have really big titties, too, I've noticed. Um, with I mean, that, I can't vouch for that, but I'll take your word for it. With that and, oh, oh, I know, believe me. Um, with that in mind, uh, Beto the Cock O'Rourke lost, but not lost by a narrow margin, which is 
No, not not as much as I'd like. Again, it's all these Californians um, and other liberal. I love California. I'm not a liberal, but I love California. Oh, I, California. I, I like I like. I like the people. Yeah. It's not the politics. Yeah. And the weather. Yeah. No, I love the weather. It stays like 70 degrees almost year round. Aww. Yes, it does. What? No yes. way. Yes. Very much. Yeah. It's basically here, but a little bit cooler. There's most parts of California that it doesn't snow. Oh, yeah, it snows in the north. Yeah. But, like, towards LA, because it is a little bit higher on, um, like the United States, it doesn't get lower than like, or higher than like 70 or 80. Unless there's a wildfire, of course. Yeah, then everything. Well, have fun with your droughts and being along the fault lines. Honestly. <laughs> I'm just waiting for LA to go under. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. What was Elon thinking? Digging a hole underneath LA. Or he's just bored. Huh? Honestly, that's what oh, I think no. it is. I just think he's bored. Like, he's got so many ideas, and so many, like, legislation, and, like, And he has so much disposable income. Elon Musk, all along, was just trying to speed up the fault lines, and he just decided to destabilize L.A. by drilling holes under it. He's gonna... He he knows the risk. He's he's like the mole man from The Incredibles, I swear. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what he's trying to do. Just go away from it. Well, no, are... Stealing money from banks. Are we sure Elon Musk is... Human? Yeah. I knew you asked that, and no. Yeah, well, there's no way he's human. I know you guys follow me on Instagram, so you've, you've... Has anyone here seen The Watchmen? Yeah. The Watchmen? Elon Musk is Dr. Manhattan. Oh my god. From... from I can see that. His, his, like, he totally bang a Martian. <laughs> I would too. Well, his, his knowledge of... Just his knowledge in general... Like dogma, and he, he can't relate to other humans. He's just that. Like yeah, humans. I can see that. Uh, so, no. Trent, um, Seth, do you have anything to add to the post-election? I haven't paid too much attention. I I looked at polls and saw that it was overwhelming, overwhelmingly Gillum. I just got kind of worried about that, and I remembered, oh wait, Clinton. Yeah. And I thought, okay, you know, it's probably just going to be close. And then I was staying up at night, thinking, okay, he's got 100,000 votes up. He's, he's good, we're good, we're gold. That's a good buffer zone. And then it's just getting lower and lower. It's going, oh, God, all the precincts in Broward County and Miami-Dade haven't been taken into account yet. They're still 100 precincts short. You know what was interesting? And this, this totally defeats the notion of, oh, but, but my vote doesn't count. <laughs> because Monroe County... If you look at the percentage, it's 50-50. Monroe County, the only difference was by one vote for Rick Scott. One vote made the difference in Monroe County. Did you hear that Nelson... Uh, well, obviously you guys probably heard this. Yeah, Bill Nelson requested a recount. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, only yeah. thing I really took away from it was no vaping indoors. Oh, yeah, the amendments. Did, woo, yeah, yeah, yeah let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about the amendments. No more beef. Uh, all right, so... Doesn't affect me. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> okay. 
You gotta put that shit away then. You're you're breaking the law. Yeah, you're breaking the law oh, now. Come Andrews. on, guys. I don't think it's been effective yet. Effective yet. Wait, how do I? No, I don't think it went effective until January. I don't think anything goes effective until January. All right. So for the amendments, as a recap for the amendments, a lot of them were horrible because. Florida is the only state in the union that has a special convention every 20 years where they decide if the Constitution needs amending. And so the proposed amendments to this ballot was um, kind of, I think, dishonest in its technique to use bundling. Yeah. So let's just go down the list. So Amendment 4, restoring voter rights for felons. That would have... Wait, did that pass? It passed. to 35.5. So that passes. Amendment 9, banning drilling and vaping. 68.9, yes. 31.1, no. Uh, Crime victims' rights and judges' retirement age, that passed. I was okay with that. 61.6 to 38.4. Increasing homestead exemption 41.9 to 58.1. So I think that was the closest uh, out of most of the amendments. Uh, did most of them? Did the, did the rights for... Yeah, that one passed. Yeah, that was okay. Amendment 6. Thank God. Limited property tax assessments, that passed. Yes, 66.5. Uh, 33.5. Amendment 3, the voting control of gambling. 71.5. Twenty-eight point five. Well, uh, I guess I can't go to the dog track anymore. That's fine. Yeah. Just um, kidding, Paul. I never did. Honestly, kind of sad how they treat them. But like, I've only gone once. It is a dying gamble. It is. It is a dying industry. Yes. If the government didn't intervene, it probably would have died off by itself. Well, that's, exactly. That's why I voted no. Well, right. that that's what happened with the circus. I mean, the circus died off. Um, right. That's um, a good point. Yeah. I mean, well, there's like one or two still big circuses. Well, that's that's gonna be dead I mean, in yeah. the next five years. Or so. I mean, because they're the only ones. That I mean, like one of the only popular ones is like well, Nick Walenda, right? Mm. He's like one of the few popular yeah. ones now. But even then, he does his own stuff once in a while. Yeah. So. But, so I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Supermajority for taxes. That passed, thank God, requiring two-thirds of the vote to increase mm-hmm. or levy any taxes. 65.7 to 34.3. Thank God. Survivor benefits for uh, first responder families and veteran families, 65.8. Yes. Um, and the 10, nobody really cares about that. There's a lot of just stupid ones on here. Just stupid, unnecessary amendments added to the Constitution. Dog racing, 69% to 31%. So, I mean, again, let the free market take care of it. Why are we mucking up the Constitution? Well, here's the problem with amendments in general. At least on the statement side. No one really understands what they what they are, or how they actually work. That's true. For the most part, I mean, no one who's normal. We're we're all political. We're all politicos. We we study this crap as a hobby. Right. Even I got confused by a lot of it. Yeah, me too. They so, don't make it easy for me. They were just really like they were worded very weird, very vague. 
Man. Me and my yeah. brother had to take like an hour just researching everything. Yeah. Before we went, Ju- judges were were extremely hard too, just because like whether to keep them. I I. If they were if they were appointed by Republicans, I voted to keep them. If they were appointed mm-hmm. by Democrats, which I'm like, well, theoretically, I could be kicking out a, a Republican judge who got appointed by a Democrat. Don't know why that would happen, but you know, theoretically, it could. Um, you know, school board and whatnot. I've got to be honest; I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, don't tell Abby that. Yeah, that's more of her department. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, basically, they were basically they had like an R next to their their name. I voted for them. Yeah, I mean, that's always. It's not that. Let me let me rephrase. It's not that I don't care about education because, Mm -hmm. God knows, we need that you know better public education here in Florida. But it's kind of hard when you don't have kids yourself to really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Voting on anything that doesn't really affect you, yeah, I know I'm very indifferent about it. I mean, like, public education now, I could give two shits about. Now that you're... Yeah. Whatever. But, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Because voter turnout was the highest it's ever been for at least a midterm election. Wasn't it, like, 38? Or 40? I th- no, I don't think it was 40. Well, what what everyone is surprised about, this was the point I was going to make earlier, and then I got a sidetracked. Um, everyone, I think, you know, the incumbent party in the executive branch usually does not show up mm. during midterms. They just usually don't. The, the reason, if nothing else, why the Republicans showed up was because Kavanaugh. Mm. The, the witch hunt that... Uh, the witch hunt that the Dems uh, sparked in going after Kavanaugh, it really, I think it really fired up the base. Yeah. And got Republicans out there. Well, I, go ahead, sorry. I, I, I think had they left, had they left Kavanaugh alone and basically, I mean, I don't want to use the term martyr to describe Kavanaugh because that's not the correct term. They didn't make him a martyr because, like, he's still alive, so he's not. Politically, but, like, I think. But, he could poli- be. but politically, I mean, yeah, they 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 did make. So you know, I think the Republican base really got out got out there, and then not only that, but between Elizabeth Warren and Stormy Daniels, um, you know. Kind of doing their stupid <laughs> stuff, uh, you know. The Dems shot themselves in the foot, basically all all around, in terms of rhetoric. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for Kavanaugh, I don't know. I think still Republicans would have voted okay, because for when they pulled as to what this election means to you, a lot of Republicans said to support Trump. Because Trump did make the effort to come to these battleground states and have yeah. his rallies. Yeah, I mean, I think I think some of us would have still still shown up. But I don't think necessarily uh, like like people I know who were kind of like they weren't really on the fence 
they weren't really on the fence, but they were kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll vote if I have time. After Kavanaugh happened, they were like, mm. oh, I'm definitely voting now. Yeah, it just it, yeah, it really solidified a reason, which which is true. But in terms of the Democrats' motivation, it was like eighty percent to stop the president. You know. Oh yeah, of course. Which. What's well, new? let's be honest. I mean, oh, some demo, a, a liberal said all night. Well, you guys did the same thing when when Obama was president, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. It's just, I mean, some of these things like this, the what about isn't. I think it's completely useless. Um, but like politics is politics. Definitely, it's it's a little different now. Just how President Trump is not your average president. Well, okay. Let's Ben Shapiro for the Daily Wire. That was the election coverage dot I watched. Oh. Uh, on election night, he made a very interesting point, which is politics has changed so much because. So much of it is based on the internet now with mm-hmm. social media and um, everything is so much more intensified. Um, Absolutely. I, um, you know, after the election, when I when I posted on my social media, like, all right, we did okay. I lost quite a, uh, you know, not a lot, but I lost some friends on social media just because I voted Republican, which is a little sad. Did... Did they, did they, like, not know? I mean... They didn't, because, uh, honestly, because when I was in high school, I still held my conservative beliefs just so I wasn't ostracized. Because I, I went to a, an art school, and, you know, that that's enough to know that it's pretty lefty-left. So... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... You're you're the homosexual one. No. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I did a lot of art classes at... My school, my school was quite conservative, mm-hmm. and they taught art classes somewhat in a conservative manner about building your brand if you're going into photography, yeah. and like that kind of stuff is different for where you went versus where I went. Well, yeah. What's what, What's always funny? Uh, what's always funny to me is I've been pretty outspoken about politics in high school because it, I mean, I've, I've been doing I've literally been podcasting since 2008 when I was in junior high oh wow um so I mean I've been pretty open and so when people are like I can't believe you you voted for Trump I'm always like why does that shock you mm. like you know you know I'm you know I'm conservative what? Why did that? That's when it always shocked me. When it's like you're pretty open, like Republican, or you're pretty open, Democrat, and people are like still shocked. Well, like, people are. Just, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I think that the because obviously the, the the culture shock or no, what, what was it? the culture of outrage is definitely within the left. Because I mean, if a, God forbid a black person votes Republican, then you know they're considered race traitors. I actually have a name for that. Please send that. Well, you know who I I don't I don't want to I don't want to mention. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want. 
I, I, I don't want I don't want to mention this individual's name, <laughs> but I will say this: we spent a, a long period of time, like two hours, talking to to this person about uh, elections, and they mm-hmm. voted Republican. Are you talking about um, Orion? Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I, I love Orion because I don't know if I'd say oh. I guess you'd say open-minded, but he's he's also aware. Well, even if you, I mean, yeah, he's he's become. The thing with it is he's, and this is really what I what I wish more people on both sides would do. I'm o- I'm open to hearing other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm open to new perspectives. I mean, I I was. I was fairly um, anti-gay marriage. Like I was much more socially concerned on that on that issue when I was younger, and then as I got older, I'm like, you know what? It doesn't really like I've got to go full on libertarian just because it doesn't really like affect my life. Right. Um. So I mean. And that's that's the other inter- interesting thing is I always I always get the uh, thing of like oh wow you're you're Republican like you're actually a really nice guy to hang out with I'm like well thank you <laughs> I, but that's the like, thing like not all Republicans are fascists not all leftists are fascists but there are a few that really ruin that name because they have such hard. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's it's also it goes back to the fact that everyone that everyone is on social media now. Now Joe Joe Rogan talks about this all the time. The all we, powerful Joe Rogan. We've st- oh, I love Joe Rogan. We've started. Uh, yeah, and Joe will never admit to this, but I'm pretty sure he's a closet conservative. Or, I mean. I mean, his opinions maybe, change maybe depending not, on the interviewee. Maybe not. Cons- yeah, I would notice. That. Maybe not conservative, conservative, but he, I mean, he's just a really easygoing guy. That's the whole thing about him. Which, which yeah. is which is how I which is how I try and be. Laissez-faire. And I mean, he's always open to listen to other people's viewpoints. He's not one to really shoot anyone down, as he is to listen to what they have to say. Stephen Crowder, marijuana. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a huge one. Yeah, well, see, like, that was me when I was younger with, like, with gay marriage. And, like, you know, like, I, I just didn't want to, I, I didn't want to. Well, well I, what I think makes Joe Rogan so successful is that he understands the difference between a radical and non-radical. Because he's had people who are on the left and the right on his podcast. You know, he's had Steven Pinker on his podcast. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's liberal. But uh, he doesn't really, excuse me, he doesn't really care for these, for the SJWs, for the hard leftists. You know, I mean, I wouldn't really call Ben Shapiro. Well, I mean, a, I mean, people think. Hard right winger. I just, he's no. definitely right wing, but he's not like. You know, not, neither, neither is. My God. Neither is Gal. People think Gavin McGinnis is like really hard. Gavin McGinnis is not hard. Gavin McGinnis is actually probably the most libertarian. Yeah, I. 
his his rhetoric and the way he acts yes. was like his, his yeah the way gives, he portrays himself is you know, it's putting on a show yeah well I mean let's remember Gavin McGinnis was the founder of the hipster movement well G- Gavin McGinnis is also I mean some someone asked me if you, because they they were they they were like interested in the writing realized I'm like do you know who get and and they're like oh isn't that the guy who got addicted to heroin and I'm <laughs> like. I don't, I don't, I don't actually know Gavin. I I do know that one time I mis I misspelled Gavin's name mm-hmm. on Twitter, and he he called me. He, he was like, he was like, shut up, you re- you fag retard. But he. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, th- but this was like oh when he. Goodness. But this was like when he was still working for Compound Media, and I'm I'm pretty sure I mean he's been pretty open that he, that he had. A, that he has slash ha- slash had a drinking problem. So Gavin McGinnis is definitely uh, he's a party animal. He's a I I'm just like when not he, your traditional when he I when he when he yeah which which is which is what I lo- which is what I love about him because it's like I'm not I don't think I'm certainly not what well I mean that's the thing I I think. I think the right is the the so-called right is much more open. I'd say that. Than. Than the left. Yeah. Well, yeah, the left is the. The left has the media. You know, if the media says, "Hey, you should hate the president," most of these leftists are gonna be like, "I hate the media. I hate the president." Orange man bad. Orange man bad. You know, but the the I I think the benefit. Obviously, there's there's a there's pros and cons to not having the media on your side. The, the con is obviously you know you 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 don't have national representation you, and you don't have the quote unquote uh, reputation of the media, which um, that's close to non-existent. But <coughs> yeah, but let's let's be honest too. <coughs> the media, <coughs> the mainstream media at least, <laughs> is more or less dying out too. Right, that and that's because of I think the movement of the right. They've, they've created, they've had, they have their own you know outlets for these things. Well, and different people can look at these different outlets for the right, whether it's the Daily Wire, whether it's it's CRTV, Steam Crowd, or whatever, and they can make their own judgment calls. You know? Well, well, it's not it's not even so much that it's a lot. Of, I mean, cable cable's getting expensive. A lot a lot of a lot of people I know are. are Cutting cable and just getting big internet pipes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's what my dad uh, did. Yeah, that, that's I mean, it's smart. That's that's what we did. Uh, I mean, almost two hundred dollars a month for for cable. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah, I'll I'll <laughs> pay twenty dollars for HBO and eight for Netflix. That's that seems like a good trade. Yeah, that's you're you're still capitalism, man. Oh, beautiful. and uh. If you're a student, you get five dollars student Spotify, and you get free Showtime and free Hulu. I'm on Apple. I'm on Apple Music. Well, so I thought you were talking about me being gay. <laughs> I look, look at look at. Uh, uh, look. Okay. Look at look at my look at my setup here. I've got an iPhone 10, an iPad. Well, I have all Apple products too, but. I don't use Apple Music. 
I mean, <clears throat> gentlemen, good ladies, ladies, you're both gay. Like, let's not. Admit. All right. Well, just I, shut up and kiss. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right, right. Well, I, I, well, I did, I did go see Bohemian Rap, Rhapsody. City, which I would see that. Which is that? That's the other thing. The media is full of shit when it comes. Everyone said that movie sucks. The media reviews. Interesting. It. See, but they said the same thing about Venom. I Venom thir- looked like garbage. I thoroughly enjoyed Venom. I thought that it was an above average comic book movie and quite faithful to the source material. But there's some media outlets that are like, oh. How is it faithful though? There's no spot. Yeah, the whole reason Venom exists is because he's the antithesis no, of Spider-Man. Yeah, like, yeah but I mean, like, always with Spider-Man. The specific storyline that they took from, which is the Lethal Protector storyline, where he actually goes and has to hunt down and kill the symbiotes, a lot of the scenes and things... Isn't that the Agent Venom storyline? So, no, so that's Venom. after... So in New York, I think it's after Carnage. They, they team up and kill Carnage. Spider-Man's like, hey... If you want to do your own thing, go to San Francisco, because I don't want you here in New York. And he's like, okay. So he moves to San Francisco, and then he becomes an anti-hero there. Hmm. And then that's when Venom becomes like known as an anti-hero and not so much like a villain. And that's where the actual storyline for the movie picks up with the lethal protector. Okay. Well, we're on nerd stuff. I just have to say... Uh... Can you please show me your wallpaper on your phone? Oh god, which one? I got two. I got, um... Hang on, it's my bad. Um, I got shit. Second best sci-fi movie of all time. Blade Runner. Oh man, oh, I love that. I am I a, I'm a Harrison Ford fanboy. So, so am I. I love his movies so much. And then the second one... With me, Daddy. Uh, also nice, although my not, favorite Batman. Although not, oh, yeah. although not as not as good as the animated, the original animated series. But yeah, I'll give you that. But I like it because it went under darker tones. It's just like Spawn to me. If oh, any of y'all so. ever watched Spawn, it was yeah. dark, but it was also cute. like the animated Did series. You hear they might be. They bring is Todd McFarlane in it. Is no, it uh, they might be doing a new Spawn movie, but Todd McFarlane is trying to co-write it. Okay, that is awesome. If he if that yeah. does happen, the only thing is I don't think it has very much funding right now because. Well, I mean, he's never had that much funding, especially with the animated series he had. Yeah. But it was still awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Ridley Scott had next to no funding with Blade Runner, and it's. <laughs> yeah, until I I, I hope. <laughs> I, well, I I hope they do. A third one. I haven't watched the second Blade Runner yet. What? I, what? I have not. I have not. Th- thanks, I have not had th- time. Thanks for Have time. you seen uh, the newest one? No, that, that's what he's saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen. No, I, I saw was... the first Blade Runner. Yeah, I've, that's. Oh, I, I mean, love that one so much. Mind. Wrong movie uh, franchise. Heck, I'm <laughs> even trying to get through a dual sheep dream of electric. I do Android dream of electric sheep. I'm still trying to get through that one. I'm. I just haven't had time because chemistry, physics, and calculus, yeah. I can't get around that. Yeah, I, no, it was, it was incredible. If, yeah, if I can, like, it should have won, it should have won the Oscar for it was, movie of the year. See, or whatever it was the, wrong. See the, I think it was best drama. The, 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 good, the good movies, Every though. Every aspect of it, I loved. 
yeah. the good movies that I've never won the Academy anymore. I know, it's always the ones that spark the most controversy. Uh-huh. But even then, those ones don't win either. You know, like... Here, let me, let me make a movie about two lesbians that beat the shit out of each other. Emmy. Yeah, Oscar. Emmy. Oscar. Nobel Prize. Let's make a movie about a fish having sex with a woman. Oscar. What? Hey... Hey, let's, that let's, was okay. And let's put him on it. It was it was a pretty good movie, but what, yeah, it was just like what let's let, let's make a movie <laughs> condo- let's make a movie condoning Nambla, basically. Basically. Um You want an Oscar for that? Here's an Oscar. Well I don't know, man. Pun- okay, Punisher was was pretty good. Was pretty good. The net, the net, the Netflix series. I love the Punisher. I did too. I also really like Daredevil. I haven't seen season three. Daredevil. Yeah, was... Season three is awesome. You have, you have. However, Daredevil. season two was carried by the Punisher. Season two was yeah. carried by the Punisher. Absolutely. You can't change my mind yeah. there. That was. Oh no, did not. Um, the best scene in all of those shows is the one where he's like chained up to the thing and. Yes. Where he like yes. breaks out and then he like shoots the guy in the legs and then just blows his face off. That was just that one and his prison yes. scene. I love the prison scene just, so much. Holy fuck! That one was man so versus good. an entire high security prison. One angry boy. Yes, one angry boy. <laughs> For, one angry blind boy. <laughs> Frank Castle my spirit animal. Honestly, that uh, yeah no. Did you guys see that shitty, um, it, it wasn't like a knockoff movie, but it was pretty much a knockoff movie. It was with this woman, but like her family gets murdered also at New York at like a carousel. And then she goes on a rampage trying to kill her murderers, killers. Well, you know, you know, uh, her family's killers. Or her family killers. Okay. Well, yeah. Her murderers killers. Her, mil- her mur- the mur- You stole yes. my revenge. Yeah. Prepare to die. Well, you know, um, you know, Punisher was originally Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The the Punisher was the first uh, character really to to say fuck you to the uh, anti Vietnam, mm-hmm. which is is partially why I love him. But Wasn't that also because uh, Stan Lee was like very much for the war? Or Steve? no, Steve Ditko maybe. Well, I mean, he had uh, what was it? Um, I can tell you. I don't think it was Stan Lee. I'm pretty sure it was Steve. Ditko. Sergeant Fury. That storyline. Yeah. That was based in Vietnam, right? I think so. I had it. I have a hard time remembering because I read it so long ago. But I don't remember if it was in Nam or it was um. It might have just been a different. I think Fury goes back to World War Two. It least. might have. Fury's everywhere. Can we talk about how garbage Iron Fist was? I can't yeah. stand that show. I tried to watch three episodes, and I was like, I, I can't not get, get into this. The third. I it's no. I was surprised it got renewed for a second season. And Luke oh. Cage. Okay, I enjoyed Luke Cage yeah. quite a bit, and they canceled the next season of it, which I was actually genuinely upset about because, like, I like the actor that plays Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And I thought his show was I never watched that. pretty good. It was pretty I mean, decent. I liked it a lot. I, I thought Jessica Jones would suck, but it actually... No, I, I... I love Jessica Jones. Yeah, I have, like, I, a, I, I have one of the figurines of her on my yeah. desk. She was... That was a great series, in my opinion. But yeah, also, yeah, like, I really love the actress that plays her, so it's like... Oh, of course. They do a good job of the cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. 
The the only Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist is just a mixture of Law and Order, SVU, and freaking Doctor Strange, and it just yeah. it's like, what am I watching? What but am also, I, what the, am pro- I watching? the problem with that is, how do you get a character like that into media now? Well, Th- this is the problem with like superhero movies and why DC doesn't work is because every single one of their characters is a god or right. an alien. Right. So it's like you can't add humanity to well, that. Well, the whole purpose of DC is that it's I, the perfect hero interacting with an imperfect world, whereas Marvel yeah. is the imperfect, imperfect hero well, interacting I, with people. I, 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 I hate to be this guy, but <clears throat> Batman... Christian Bale's Batman probably the absolute you can't top that best. You yeah. can't. You, well, you even can't Dark top Knight the, is, is like heralded as an actual one of the best movies of all time. The, yeah. The only the only the only argument I would say is, and again I know this isn't film, but Kevin Conroy's Batman from the animated series is that was a good one. Yeah. I would say the definitive Batman as a whole, but yeah, in terms of movies, you're yeah Christian you're Bale's right. Batman animated Ball. sure. Live action, I've hated every single one of them. Really? really? Yeah, I just don't you like did, them at all. Christian Bale one? Christian Bale I was alright with. Everything else is just kind of meh. Everything is kind of meh. I kind of enjoyed what Ben Affleck did with the older, gringy Batman, because that's actually how he becomes in the comics. Well, yeah, well, that, but it, that, it just got to a point where the, it's like... I just hate Batman as a superhero idea, not, too. Yeah. The idea behind him. <gasps> I mean... Your I stupid know. code of not killing anyone is the only... Well, you are mentally in- unstable. The only thing keeping you from being in the asylum is that you haven't killed anyone. Okay, well that got changed like in the, in the 60s. Like go back to the 40s and Yeah, that's like the older Batman storylines where he Go back to Batman Year he 2 kills. from from 1980. He he Batman Batman Year 2 he, he ends up blowing yeah. Joe Joe Till's head off in the in the end. See, I don't mind that. It's just that the, the freaking the Ben Affleck one was he still kept these morals of like not killing people. Yet you see him blowing stuff up like a freaking M1 Abrams. Well, well, he like yeah. there's just there's just a cognitive dissonance right there. Well, he yeah he. But Batman well, has like, thirty millimeter Gatling guns, <laughs> of, but they're bullets apiece. <laughs> Why do you? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, look, I, I. <laughs> I certainly, I certainly get where you're coming from, and that aspect of Batman is certainly gay. <laughs> I, w- uh, I, I wish, I wish they, w- I wish they would go back to, to the old. I mean, so yeah. grungier Batman, or yeah, I wish, I wish. yeah, I'd, lo- I'd, agree, I'd go with that. Give Batman more flaw instead well, of just being rich. That's, that's what's this is, this is why I love Batman because I thought Batman was his personality as a whole was a counterweight. To all the other gods and aliens, that that is part of Justice League. That is one thing. Yeah, that is. One of course, thing. you have to be just you know multi-billionaire. That's it. That's the only stipulation. Well, that is that is one thing that bothered me about Daredevil um, too. Is the the whole thing of like you can't kill the kingpin because if you kill the kingpin, then you become essentially like the kingpin. And mm. It's like. Mm. Well, that's what that's what's so great about the Dark Knight. You know, well, it, it, it realizes that. That, that. Well, no, but like... And like everything was just so based in reality. Like, real acts of terrorism. And like... It spoke a lot to, to modern day America. Yeah. Which, I mean, I would say makes it one of the better superhero movies. But 
I don't know, the new direction that they're taking Batman fucking sucks. Um, I, don't, I, I don't like the idea of just being Batman. If you're going to make a, a film about Batman, obviously we know how it became Batman. We don't need that point reiterated. You know? Yeah, it's like uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, That's I, why Homecoming, I thought, was one of the best Spider-Man movies by mm-hmm. fault. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. they didn't punch you in the face with mm-hmm. Uncle Ben's death. Yeah. The, like, the, only, the only thing I don't like is the fact that it seems like they keep bringing, bringing them back to high school. They always bring them back to high school. Mm. And that's like, the, yeah. that's like the one thing that like drives me crazy. It's like, I don't like Peter Parker when he's in his mid-twenties. When he's, yeah, when he's a... And there were like some really interesting... Spider-Man. When, he's, at, when yeah. he's actually like an adult and like has his own technology company. Yeah. That one was a pretty good storyline. Spider-Man 2099, right? Mm-hmm. That was the other one that was really good. Batman in the future, or not Batman, Spider-Man in the future. Yeah. Um, House of, has anyone seen the final season of House of Cards? Yeah. I have, yes. It's, I don't think it's the final season. I, no. Well, really? They're, they're, no, wait, they, they said it was. They said it was. The, the one that's on Netflix now or yeah. the one coming out? The one that just came out. But have you seen it? Did it just? Yeah, it, it just. It, but if, it, if you look at how it was. Story of the sixth season. I I have I haven't I haven't finished it. But I've pretty much read it, so I kind of well, okay. Let's so considering the clusterfuck that they had, <gasps> considering the clusterfuck that they had to clean up. Yeah. Um. I didn't know you were saving it. Considering the <laughs> considering the clusterfuck Shit, that they had to clean one. up, you know, after coming spacey. Mm-hmm. I think they did. I think they did a good job. Yes. Cons- considering that they had to deal with that yes. whole. Yes. But I, I, I'm like I was telling my I was telling my mom I'm like I wonder how much different this would have been had Frank. Been, I mean, ob- I mean, if you if you've seen the original, if you've seen, have any of you seen the original br- British version? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, he ends up dying. Yeah. In the end. Anyway. So that's an inevitability, but I think, but I think they would have kept him around and like actually killed him off instead of do like what they did. Well, if he was alive, you know, or if he was still in the story or alive in sixties, it would have been definitely interesting having the, like two power struggles of of, um, of Claire, of Claire and Frank. The thing about the sixties is it's 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 so cheesy. Oh, the 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 thi- the thing that the thing that I, I mean like I said I haven't finished season six yet because I've been busy with uh, you know tests and whatnot but but the one thing that concerned me was I I read I read like a review and it's like analyzing the all female odd cast of and I'm like oh no yo I, I don't know how far you're in but it gets worse I'm like well I'm like not saying we're against women but. Just do it right. Well, when well when when female led becomes like the main mantra of something for the purpose of being like female led, that's when I have a problem. Exactly, and that's what it is. Yeah, when it when that's it's great. when <laughs> it's becoming female led no. for the sake of yeah. So. But Are you going to send the, the dragon breathing fire? And uh, um, actually, well, there's, this is the first one ever. Is there are there any uh, more 
blue uh, Doritos. Absolutely. There's this one really, really good. Thank you. I just got another text from them. Are you serious? I got two of those texts and then... I... And then I had another one, except it was from Anareth. And then I said, history would be getting, would be people getting tired of actual politicians. They vote Mickey Mouse as president. Andrew Gillum is another man, albeit a corrupt scumbag, but nevertheless a man. I recently read up on a support from Bernie Sanders, and I hope just like Bernie, Bernie Gillum goes off to the woods, never to be heard from again. If, for, the, for those of you listening, uh, especially in Florida, we've been getting non-stop texts. Well, I just got one right now well, yeah, asking I, how I, I voted. Well, yeah, I actually, I, actually did, I actually didn't want to bring that up, so thanks for settling. Um, that was weird, the fact that the Dems were texting anyone who was between, like, 18 and mm-hmm. 30, basically targeting the millennials. Um, first of all, I wanted to know how the fuck they got my... I think it's through school databases. Fuckers. Yeah. Well, I mean, NextGen got mine because I signed up through them, because, um... The first time I ever registered to vote, I put down independent. Same. This is just when I was in high school still, because I did pre-register. And I didn't really know too much at the time. Yeah, I was probably leaning right, but... I just didn't want to be put a label on myself. Mm-hmm. Then recently, I was talking to one of the guys walking around with clipboards for voter registration. I said, hey, can I change my party for y'all? I said, sure. And then I filled it out, Republican, gave it to them. But that was like two months ago. Didn't get a new card. Didn't see, hear anything back. So uh, I think they might have trashed mine. See, I've, I've, been, I've been Republican since I was 18. And they're still, they still can't. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, in, 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 they were like, to stop receiving these messages, text stop. And I, I did, instead of, I, I told you this, instead of texting back stop, I texted back fuck off. So, um. Yeah, no. I mean, I got an exchange too from Sally, but this was actually through, like, I think the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. The, you actually read this to me. This is this is hilarious. Yeah. But so so hi. This is Sally with Team Gillum, Nelson, Shapiro, and Pratt. Urging you to vote better. Blah, 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 blah. I just texted. I'm not a liberal. And then this is what pissed me off. She's like, you don't need to be a liberal to care about the environment, international trade, maintaining alliances with our past allies, ensuring a better living wage for minimum wage workers. You just need to be a concerned citizen. I am a concerned citizen, Sally. That's why I'm not voting Democrat. I keep getting these texts from left-leaning groups. I don't know if the same database, but please remove me from my please remove my number from it. Nothing personal, Sally. Thanks for voting. See, you were nice. You you took the time to actually write back. I see, yeah, I took the civilized route. Although I'm, I'm just I'm just grumpy old man calling Wait a minute. Blood. Well, one of them um, I replied with. I have this on Instagram. I'm not a damn communist. That's right. Oh yeah. That's not me. I'm a dang daddy me master. Okay, because someone also said, shut the fuck up, liberal, yeah, with the track. It's so fucking good. It's so good. I need to find something. Have you guys seen the one where it's Ben Shapiro with a gavel? 
Yeah, like I posted God posted it on my page. I wanted to send that one. It's so funny. Oh, it's so good. Teleports behind me. Time to die. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, the meme gods are, can, are, are, are can, on our side. Can you can you can you text that one to me? Yes. Do you, do you have do you have do you have my number? I don't think I do. Oh, I put it in the group chat. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it on there. Uh, I don't want I don't want to dox myself. <laughs> but basically, uh, if you don't have it, ask Thomas. Yeah, do. All right. Um. Yeah. Um. That's the other thing. The left can't fucking mean. That. No, that's... we can't. Can I use this real quick? Sure. Do you spray it on the clock? Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, as always, you could spray it on the screen, but the thing says to. Right on the cloth. And then... well, I mean, I think some of them can. The spice flows no matter what. The spice, spice must always them. flow. Yes, agreed. But... And even if they are retards about it, we must help them along. This is really sad, but really ironic. What is it? I, this is like really fucked up when I'm going to say anything about this. But there was a, a seven, or 12 year old boy um, seven years into a cancer battle. Oh god. Oh, no. He was a Fallout fan. Oh. I don't I, I I'm not I'm not really a, a gamer anymore, so why why uh, Oh Fallout takes place like after nuclear holocaust. Yeah, I know I know what radiation. I know uh At least you're in the game. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really bad now for laughing at that. You've laughed at worse, Seth. Uh, I have definitely laughed at worse. You've laughed at worse. I think my favorite new horrible meme is the one of the, the battle bus, and the guy's jumping out, and then it cuts to the people jumping off of the tower. Oh, oh. God. Good Lord. It was just such like a, a, a I don't know, perfect. a shocker, a perfect... I don't know. I just found it really, my, really funny. I, I know, I know, I, I know I'm old, but my, but my favorite... My favorite meme is, meme is still the one of uh, David Hogg doing <laughs> doing his whole uh, you know march for our lives thing, yeah. and then it cuts to uh, Adolf Hitler's grand <laughs> grandson. That's funny. <laughs> by 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 the way, the the day, the Dave uh, the Dave Rubin interview with uh, Kyle Kotschab is phenomenal. I haven't seen that. Phenomenal. You know who I really love? Tucker Carlson. Like, I've never agreed with a person so much. I love Tucker Carlson so much. You can't cuck the tuck. You can't cuck the tuck, bro. You can't cuck the tuck. And he actually has, like, the most viewed news network yes. channel, or segment ever. Yes. He is in the top. Fox has been, like, wiping a bunch of the other... But I don't even have cable news, though, so, like, that, that is the one thing I regret about getting rid of. Well, I mean, they're all on YouTube now. They really are. Literally, You Can't Cut the Tuck is an entire series of some guy posting Tucker Carlson segments my, online. My, my, my favorite meme and my most common response to people is just, um, Tucker's just, like, bewildered expression. Yeah, I love his face. Like, just... And the thing is, he, he, he got a question about that. He's like, that's just my face. Like, yeah, the Dave Rubin interview. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, man. Like, but no, I've never agreed with the person more. Especially on when... Uh, he, he's a right-wing conservatives. 
or ask the question, you know, or did, well, I, I mean, I've, I've known about Tecmo Carlson since before it was famous because, um, he used to be really close friends with Andrew Breitbart. The, yes. The late great and Andrew Breitbart. Right. Um, uh, but in terms of uh, what he said, um, I think I should send this to them. I think he's right that when <laughs> conservatives are faced with, like, l- let's take big tech. Big tech does need, you know, need for government intervention. Yeah, which I'm, which I'm so sick of. The this is the one thing where, again, we're not affiliated with with Lyle, so I'm gonna piss off all the libertarians. But this is this is the one thing where I do get pissed off with right. them saying. Free market, free market. Right, and, and free so, market, free market. And it's like, like just get a hard on like, free market. It's like no, not in the case of Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley is, is they basically created the monopoly. Let's let's bust them up and create anti. And plus, they need to stop yeah. being hypocrites. They need to be out and open with what they really think and what the rules really are. Right, I think that's where libertarian ideology falters. Um, but he. He, he strikes the right note when he talks about balance. Like, there needs to be a left, and there needs to be a right. As partisan as I am, I still recognize the need for a, a counterweight. Oh, I I totally... I and I've, I've never, like I said, I've never had a problem with the with there being liberals. Like, actual liberals. Right. The problem is leftism. And, I mean, same thing with the... If we want to get serious, the alt right. But in all honesty, the alt right is such a microcosm now. Yeah. Even though the media make, that's the other thing. Uh, Richard Spencer is still on Twitter. I mean, he's that's un- amazing. He's unverified, but he, you know, he and he and what's his face, the KKK guy. Um, I mean, they're they're all still they're all still on Twitter. Um, I don't know. And yet, my, Milo. So Milo is essentially more dangerous in in Jack's opinion than Richard Spencer. I think the theory for that is. I mean, maybe not literally, but that's the way Twitter's acting. Well, that that's the yeah. thing. I, th- I think the theory is, let's keep these really crazy right wingers. These really. You know the people that actually fear we we as everybody should fear, left on the right, like yeah. Richard Spencer. So we make the right seem what we wanted to seem, and let's keep let's keep the 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 rational you know open conservatives like I don't know Andrew Clavin or or Michael Knowles or anybody who makes one step to the right. Let's ban them. If there's any voice of reason that kind of shifts a little bit to the right, let's ban them. So we only keep this, this you know, minute uh, population. Let's exploit that for reasons of perception. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's it's it, I don't know. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be too far off if we called it an, an organized movement by big I, tech. I think here's been my theory about about the alt right in in Richard Spencer. I I think I think they're sore. I think they're Soros plants. I mean, I mean, Soros is hard to do. I mean, and I mean, I, I, I hate to be one of these Soros conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, 
But when it comes to George Soros, he he's definitely he he definitely is a puppet master. That, that's just scary. He's that, a man that, with a lot of money and that, a lot of time. That is that yeah. is one thing that I if there I again love Joe Rogan, but if there is one thing he is definitely misinformed about, it is Soros. George Soros, yeah. I, th- I think Alex Jones took the wrong approach with Joe on, on ranting with him, of, him about that. Yeah. On the Joe Rogan podcast, they're all high. If you get, when you get <clears throat> Alex Jones high, nothing <laughs> is, is getting done. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you are going to go down a rabbit hole you wish you never went anywhere near. Interdimensional child molester. 4D dimensional chess! Oh, man. They're breaking the conditioning. When you open a pickle jar, it's supposed to pop. It's supposed to pop. That's not how you open a pickle jar. It's supposed to pop. See? Pop. There was no pop. I I, act, I actually sent Alex Jones a, a friend request. On, <laughs> they, 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 so they got rid of his pages, but they didn't get rid of his personal profile. Interesting. I, I saw something like in my timeline, and I'm like, wait, is Alex back? And I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's his personal. So I, I send him... A request and he only has like a thousand friends, so I might get, I might get it on. Yeah, who knows? Uh, how long have we been recording? We've been, we've been going. Uh, I'm just gonna go to the tax collector tomorrow. About an hour and ten minutes. So ranging from topics such as the post-election fallout. Superheroes and TV and sunships, the gays. Well, what are we gonna do about them? <laughs> well, that's well, that's what I love about po- about podcasting. Cool. It's it's we can do anything. Yeah, I can get used to this. It's pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. Gays are a podcast. Why not both? <laughs> exactly. Uh, what about what about what about gays on? <laughs> what about gays on the podcast? No. <laughs> That we gotta draw the line somewhere, folks. Well, Abby can't. Well, Abby well, in in in. Well, oh, she's by. Well, in, well, in all, in all, in all series, she has the taint. In, 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 all, in all seriousness, uh, I think that porn star that Gavin used to have on is compound media. I think she follows me on Twitter simply because I retweeted. Something that she said that fun is um, interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. We're talking about trying to get a porn star on a podcast because that'd be like totally straight, man. That'd be funny. I I couldn't. I, I wouldn't be able to fulfill my hosting duties. Why not? <laughs> uh, I I don't I don't need to. Oh, I know. So it was whatever. I what was it? Uh, I plead the fifth. I yeah. plead the fifth. Yeah, I plead the fifth. I, I plead the fifth. She said she was eighteen. <laughs> Yikes. That would be a little hot. That would be a little hard for. That would Rawr. be a little hard. That would be a little. Getting a little close to home, bud. Yeah. That would be a little hard. That would be a little hard for a uh, milk to claim she was underage, but whatever. So, um. It's all a one life. Soccer mom. Nah, I, I referee soccer. No. 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 There's not at least one. No. No. 
That's a myth. I don't know. Yeah. It's a myth. It's still a fantasy. Yeah. And it's gym milk. Now that's a whole that's a whole different subject. Well, the, complete polar opposite. Well, the thing, the thing it is, I've noticed that MILF is like any porn star over thirty now, or no. That's no. really any woman over. It really is. If any woman has a kid, and you would deem them hot enough to have sex with, then they are a MILF. My quest Forever. in life to make a MILF out of a woman. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Make your own. Uh, make your own MILF. Make your own Easy milk. Make a milk. Wait, build a milk build workshop. Build a milk workshop. Love it. Love <laughs> It'll be it. like a stripper uh, factory. Determine your filling. <laughs> this is my religion. <laughs> Determine your filling. Plastic or... <laughs> Plastic or silicone? Silicone actually feels almost like the real thing. Oh, wow. No. What my, ex, my ex had... Uh, surgery. Implants? Yeah. Lost advertising? Really? Yeah. Did really? You, did you yeah. break up with her before or after? After. Sorry, man. What? Well, 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 damn it. Well, damn it. gone for you trying to save the relationship. Why is that damage? He's a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, was, was, she, was she a redhead? No. She's a brunette. Oh. Now, sociopath or psychopath? Because we can go down two different rabbit holes here. For her case, I think one and the same. Both Manipulative guys. or just breaks down in public constantly? Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get, the, let's get the social science department on this. I've only ever dealt with a psychopath, so. This is, this is, why, this is why I'm a date conservative women. I love conservative women. I mean, I dated one, but then she... Begged for She some. was kind of crazy, but... Yeah. I think it's it, a, the crazy goes on both sides. I, my longest relationship was with a liberal girl. She was great the whole way yeah. through. Wasn't pushy at all. We kept to ourselves about our opinions. It was great. See, I'm see like I'm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm like a public public figure. Like I'm small time. Saying you are, you have a podcast. You're a public figure. I do. Well, no. I, well, now I, we're all public figures. Yeah, there I, we go. Well, no, I I am, but like I'm not like uber famous yet. But like I, I feel like I feel like with me like politics would be an impossible thing to. Yeah, I think it damaged any reputation of me. Going into public office. Oh, I, uh, people are always like, "Do you want to go into public office?" I'm like, "No, broadcasting and whatnot is way more fun." Yeah. <laughs> so. <sighs> Yeah, but, I mean, I basically think that the, uh, to conclude, I basically think that the midterms weren't surprising well. Really well. Yeah. Batman uh, sucks. Batman's Batman does not suck. <laughs> Only one Batman does not suck. The rest yeah, that Terry McGinnis. Mm. <laughs> on, on, okay, uh. okay, if I could make one final note on Batman, is that if you're going to make a Batman movie, okay, don't be straight out like this. Batman's gonna be dark. This Batman's gonna be grungy. I like it if you if you start out Batman mm-hmm. on like and you know a neutral path, but then he you see his transition to to dark yeah, grungy. Yeah, I would like that much better. Character. That's well, I just think it's hard to do in Hollywood, but uh, I, don't know about I mean it's a hit or miss. I mean, 
I don't like meme that. <laughs> well, I guess they always miss. Well, can, huh. can I um can interject? I, can I just say one thing I really do not like about the about the Marvel movies now is too many of them. Too yes. many. Well, too many of them. They're all the same story. They they attempt mm. to they well mm, mm. maybe not they're well, not the exact same story same overarching I, see the thing is with Marvel they found a formula that works one hundred percent works it I makes feel, them money it gives good uh, makes actors ripped for universe. some reason it makes actors ripped it <laughs> makes them more money and you have people that do genuinely enjoy these movies and then you have like DC on the other hand. They don't have their formula down pat. And when they try and copy Marvel's formula, it completely gets all the, fucked up. The, <laughs> I will agree on that. The one thing that does drive me crazy, if there was one thing, I don't need jokes every five minutes or some... Yeah. Or some... Yeah. <coughs> Witty one-liners. <coughs> okay, I like when there is genuine... Yeah, when... Funny when, or something when it, like that. It, but when, when it's, it's forced... When it's, or, when it's organic... I, I don't... I don't need to hear like language from Cap like for the fiftieth time. We 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 get it. Yeah. We get I don't it. Know. I felt like as the Marvel movies have progressed, they do let the actors do what they want. Like Thor Ragnarok, for instance, almost sixty percent. I think it's sixty percent of all of those lines in that movie were completely improvised by Chris Hemsworth and company. And I and I don't I don't mind that. Yeah, and like to me. In that movie, they have some of the best character dynamics out of any of the Marvel movies see, because you know, it feels more organic. See, though, what 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 drive this is where this is what drives me crazy. Maybe this is the fans, but I don't know. All the fans I've talked to, the same people are like, there are way too many jokes in the Star Wars movie, movies, which there there are. Yes and no. There are, but but they're 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 the same ones who are like, oh, haha, those. All of the jokes in Marvel are completely fine. I think it's just about timing. It is. And when it's forced comedy, like in The Last Jedi, there was a lot of yes. really bad forced comedy. First scene like, can speak for the entire movie. It's just not funny. Can we talk about how stupid and retarded the tactics of the First Order are? Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? You, well, have, two, you have two cruisers on the side of your, your biggest uh, dreadnought. You're not, they're just gonna sit there like, yeah, we chilling. You know, balls out, and then like, I, I just, I don't get it. How? First of all, why is a general in charge of your fleet? Why not well, an admiral? Well, they, they, I, are, they are run. They oh. are. Well, the first order is essentially run by a bunch of emo kids with. Tell me about it. With daddy issues, <laughs> grandfather issues. Oh yeah. Jedi master issues. <laughs> or like the other. First scene, no, Luke came after the... I hate what they did to Luke so much. But like... All from grace. It's fine that they killed him. I'm okay with that aspect of the movie. I what I'm not that. okay with is him getting the lightsaber for the first time and all that epic music plays and you're like, holy shit, the hairs on my calves are standing up. And then he just throws the lightsaber. Well, it took me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, I'm... I'm I'm fine with them diverting audience expectations, but not in that way. Yeah. Like, they could have done something, like, more epic, like, I, you know, I just can't, or, or what. They could have done something more dramatic instead of... Yeah, or he, like, gives it back to Rey, and he's like, 
get this out of my sight or something. So, yeah, some, so, something some, else. Something more realistic and, yeah. instead of like... Fuck you. Well, or him drinking the titty milk from that weird thing. <laughs> Who the fuck thought that it would be a good idea to include some giant space cow and have Luke suck the green milk out of its teeth? Well, I mean, my main takeaway from the movie was that's not what Luke who Luke was. Luke always found people to be redeemable, even his father. Mm. Even at the very end, mm. he forgave him. Yeah. That's the big but, thing about him. The whole, he tried to kill Kylo Ren, where the hell did that come from? Well, I don't know. Well, the, the whole thing that somehow Vader is redeemable, but Kylo Ren isn't. I mean, Vader was a serial killer, straight up. Kylo, yeah. Kylo, he was yeah. messed up from the beginning. Kylo Ren is messed up, but... He, as Kylo was also being manipulated, though. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I'm not as bothered by the whole... Stuff. Which give, makes him even more redeemable. Yeah, and it I, makes him a better character. I, for one, think that he is one of the better Star Wars villains. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even... Well, let's, let's be honest. Even Mark Hamill basically said he hates the way they handled... Yeah, because... Oh, my God. We're going to talk about Mark Hamill. If you guys follow him on Instagram... No. No. Oh, he's so lefty. Like, he makes I, it... I, I oh know. Well, I, I, I know. A, a good like, bit of actors are, though, because of where they are. See, so, but... See, so... So... so William Neeson was talking about, like, massive gun control, like, a week before Taken 3 got released. And yeah. that was, like, okay... Yeah. I, 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 if, if you're someone, if you have, if you have your own political beliefs, fine. Just, I mean, the way he, he the way he espouses it, it's like, come on, Mark. Do we I really need like, to be taking advice from actors whose entire careers, movies, who live this ultra lifestyle yeah, that really don't relate to ninety nine percent of their audience? <laughs> Sounds that's, like the fitness industry all over again. No, okay, no, no one, no one bothers me more than Mark. And then Mark Ruffalo on that. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I like him as an actor. And I mean, he's a funny person, but... I don't know. That just speaks to... Virtue signal. I will say, my absolute favorite actor on screen and off screen... Chris Pratt? Yeah, I would say that. Yes. Chris Pratt is awesome. Josh Brolin he is oh, fucking right. hilarious. Josh Brolin is hilarious. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. I don't look into him that often. You gotta follow him on Instagram. <clears throat> there was this one picture that he just randomly posted. He was like, uh, being old sucks. This morning I pissed on myself. And it's just a picture of his pants. And he has like pee going down the side. And he just owns up to it. Like, do you remember the one where you just took a picture of his, of his, of his boobs? He's like, my succulent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my one, he's like naked holding the fish like yes. this. And it's just like, I think the caption was like post snap or something. Oh, and it so was funny. just, what the fuck? You know, you, know who else, you know who else is actually like hilarious is uh, James Spader. James Spader. Is that the guy who was in... Uh, That's the guy from The Blacklist. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's still some down there. Uh, I'll just dump them in here and I'll throw them away. Okay. He was also Ultron. Yes. That, I, for one. That, that, as as a Marvel movie, that one sucked. I hate it. I hate Ultron. I liked Ultron as a villain. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. But, like, that movie was trying to set up so much stuff. That's why it was, like, 
I well, think that it was being held back a lot. Well, Oton, see, I thought Oton should have been what Thanos was because, like, he does. Oton legit does figure out to kill all the Avengers in like a timeline. That is the actual Age of Ultron. Yeah. Timeline. Yeah, exactly. But I can understand why they didn't do that because the way that they retcon that is a Days of Future Past situation where they send someone back in time <clears throat> and then they fix that timeline so that it doesn't happen. Days of, okay, as far as the action movies go, Days of Future Past was actually pretty good. I think it's been one of the best new X-Men movies. See, the, the X-Men movies, everyone shits on them, they're, they're not that bad. Yeah! It's, Found it. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> but he's just like, he's so shameless and it is the funniest thing. Jesus Christ, that there's another one he's like wearing just a Hawaiian shirt and like a, a flip yeah I saw yeah. that one and he's like skimming his pool and that's that's the picture and you're like wow Brolin thank you for that did you see that baby yeah so it's so beautiful I know his wife is hilarious too oh yeah like the is it like the whole Ryan Reynolds and huh it's a power couple uh, power the, couple the, the other one I love is uh, Kyle Dunnigan on Instagram. Isn't, um, that name sounds familiar. Kyle Dunnigan shows up on Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. He's someone who does all the, uh, impressions of, like, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. You're like, well, this isn't going on YouTube, so I won't, I won't get copier. But, like, <laughs> let me, uh. You won't get copy striked? Now, that's the other beauty of audio podcasts. The only the only thing where you get copyright struck is if you like play actual like music. Can we copy strike the Youth for American Liberty? <laughs> yes, please. The <laughs> on a captain. Yeah. I feel like if they did copyright, it might strike like. I'll copyright my voice. <laughs> possible. Like, Thomas would just get, like, super pissed and... <laughs> Probably. Just... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd just get Abby, too. The ultimate betrayal. There you go. Oh! Her spike for not being here. Do you hear that, Abby? Do you? Uh, no comment on Abby. Uh, okay. Okay. Have you guys seen the, the new Joker movie that's coming out with Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for it I'm because excited. I like Joaquin Phoenix yes. a lot as an actor, but also I don't understand why DC is double backing on a character that already exists in their universe. Now, I can understand because it does take place in a different time if this is either a separate timeline or it's completely separate, or it's not. I don't know. For the, a fan service. Have any of you guys? Yeah. Seen, have any of you seen Gotham? The, the series? No, the, I haven't. Uh, I watched like the first uh, season, and I didn't. Like yeah. It. Didn't like okay. It. Yeah, the series is eh, but the portrayal that they did of the Joker. Yeah, with um, what's his name? Cameron. Mulder yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, plays Ian in Shameless. Is really, really good. He does a really creepy... Yeah. He does a really good Joker. 
But I feel like that's the thing that made... But Ian is the redhead gay kid, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know exactly who you're he's talking like, about. He could pull it off, actually, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. He's a very good actor. Well, oh, Robert De Niro's in the New Joker movie. Interesting. Huh. Betraying his... It's I... It's... He owns a restaurant chain now. De, de, what? See, de, those things aren't profitable. De Niro, de Niro is, De Niro is one of those actors who I love. But as soon as, as soon as he opened his mouth, yeah, with the whole fuck Trump thing. Yeah. Vaccines it, cause it autism. Like... <laughs> Have you seen that meme? It's like a, it's a SpongeBob one with um, the one dude in Patrick, and he like shows him the license or whatever, and he's like, so. You agree that autism is a genetic disease? So, yes. Yeah. And he's like, you also agree that vaccines introduce a bacteria into a body that's not previously there? So yes. So vaccines don't cause autism. He's like, no, that's not what I said. Here's the thing: I vaccines don't... open up genes that enact autism. Yes. Hmm. Well, that was actually a fake study. Like the people that came out or did that study came out about it and said that was a fake study and now he lives in a mansion in England okay yes. okay I hate to break it to you but your boy Alex Jones is an anti-vaxxer I never said he was my boy well yeah I, yeah I never said he was my boy either I find him very hilarious I don't agree with half he's a lol cow I, 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 I said that sarcastic he's actually okay. crazy <laughs> no he's actually crazy he's the no, internet's no, biggest lol cow I don't think it's a joke anymore I think that is actually him yeah, it's not no, I Well, did I did I ever tell you about his his crazy fans? Uh, My grandfather. Well, <laughs> so so okay, so I'm also so I I'm a I'm I'm a uh, I'm an Eagle Scout, and uh, like way back when in high school, like when when he was still going on about nine eleven truth, I was like okay. Cut the bullshit, and I I light I light into why 9-11 truth was, and my whole explanation was, if the government actually did 9-11, they would not be able to keep it a secret because the government is terrible at cover-ups. That's and we had like multiple whistleblowers. I'm I'm not saying that like there wasn't fishy shit about 9-11 with like you know with like. That intelligence gone wrong. Yeah, then why haven't we been told about aliens yet, Sam? But but that I feel it's a lot easier to cover up. But that do, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't mean well just because just because the just because Intel got fucked up doesn't mean it, it was an inside job. Yeah. But what, okay, so like it's just carelessness on our side. But like the fact, yeah, basically. So, but like essentially the fact that I denied. Uh, so one of Alex's family were like, well, the Boy Scouts of America have been training uh, for like. They're gonna be they're gonna be Bush's uh, Hitler youth. Yep, and uh, Sam Whitfield is, is an Eagle Scout, so he must be trained as like a CIA. Well, that also stems from like the so, the world's view of the Boy Scouts, where you're technically they their definition of a paramilitary unit militia kind of fits what the that, Boy Scouts are dude, to them. I, 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 to them, okay, I. I in all honesty, I wish we were a fucking pillow. paramilitary unit. Well, the, 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 do you the know idea there was it was made what during World War One? Mm-hmm. Do you know how do you know how cool that would be to like at like sixteen like get trained with like 
an M16 and like actually do like actual power paramilitary well, shit. Well, I mean, absolutely, because then you're just educating like, your kids on, on firearms at an early age, like, which, like, is, like, which is important. Fine, which happened to me when I was 14. Like, fuck yeah, that would be cool, but like, and I'm not saying that camping and all the other stuff isn't, isn't cool, but I'm like, yeah, trust me, Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts is not door kicker fun, so. Could you imagine the payroll, back to 9-11, could you imagine the payroll necessary to keep this under wraps? It's like, oh, the, it would it's be like faking the moon yeah. man landing. It would have cost just as much as getting to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. We went to the moon. Yes. Yeah. There's no... See, here's the thing. People are like, oh, it was done in a movie studio. How in the fuck did they know that on the moon, when you record something, you don't see the stars on? And How that... would they have known if they didn't go there? The... Here's the thing with conspiracy. Are you retard? <laughs> here's, here's the thing with uh, conspiracy theories. People will always buy into them. Yeah, I know. But that's also because they're so ignorant that when they hear some sort of information, they take it at face value and they're like, oh. Well, guys, there are some credible this theories, conspiracy theories. Like oh, the flat yeah, earth. Obviously. Here, the, the, yeah, the earth is flat. No yes and no. <laughs> yes, it is. Don't keep. The Earth is not flat. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, all my favorite e celebrities said it's flat. Therefore, it's flat. Oh, me too. Get red pilled, man. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, also, me. slash Sark, slash Sark, slash Sark. Uh, thank you. What were we talking about again? Flat Earth. Oh. How we're actually surrounded by gigantic ice walls that we can't get past. No, yeah, definitely. My my favorite conspiracy is that like. That we're literally li- living in a simulation. <laughs> that one, I think, is the most credible one. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you the the wonderful thing about it is that it's like kind of like a null hypothesis. You can't really prove it, but you can't disprove it. Well, my well my well my whole thing well my whole thing is like well yeah obviously we are part of, we are part of God's giant sim city computer. <laughs> Wait, are we NPCs? <laughs> yes. Are the true question we ask ourselves? We may call the left the NPCs, but. Are we just projecting? Uh, Are we all truly NPCs? It's possible. Who's the player characters? Do we rely off of anime where Jesus. you spot the main character by their hairstyle? Jesus. <laughs> spot the anime. The main we're, Sorry. We're we're part of we're part of Jesus's big Sim City. Um, Have you guys heard um, from God's Perspective by Bo Burnham? I, I've heard of it, but I haven't. If you haven't, please listen to it because it is really, really funny and it talks a lot about like this stuff. He's like talking through like the eyes of God and he's like um, something about you're just a bad game of sins. Yeah. Africa was my playground. <laughs> I, say that. I don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> There's another part he's like, uh, you shouldn't have to read a book with too many pages to understand that you shouldn't be a dick. <laughs> my, my favorite, do, do, does anyone else here follow or know who Dennis Miller is? I've heard of him. But it's not familiar. Okay. Den, Dennis Miller was the original, uh, SM, was one of the original SNL Weekend Update angers back when it was good. Mm. He's also like one of the 
pretty much like one of the only conservative stand-up comedians. He has a pretty funny joke on Islam that's like, if you, he's like, Islam is the only religion where you can get winded praying. Janitor. Oh. She's coming here instead. Okay. <laughs> she likes to tell you to Okay. Uh, let's see, what time, what time is it though? Uh, 4.30, isn't it? 4.40. 4.40? Jeez. Jeez. Jan, Jan probably stuff doesn't really, doesn't, isn't supposed to get here until 5.30. Huh? Maybe uh, trying to get a hop on it, it is Thursday. Well, this mm. is my Friday. Well. No, I'm not gonna, I, okay, yeah. Well, I, I could make illegal jokes, but I'm. <laughs> I knew it. Oh man! Make I what jokes? It. I knew it. Illegal jokes. Oh <laughs> god! Damn it. Uh, I, I, oh okay, okay. Well, hold on. I have a good topic. Uh, Trump's uh, when Trump mentioned uh, getting rid of the natural naturalization clause. Oh yes, that's something I actually wanted to ask you about. Um, why all the terms? I guess. Libertarians are very divided on. on Here's how I see it. I agree full-heartedly that we should rescind that clause, or at least make it more uh, definitive, the 15th Amendment. Or the mm-hmm. 14th, I think it was the 14th. Well, first of all, when the 14th Amendment was being pushed, it was being pushed to be more in- in- exclusive than inclusive. The idea was whoever is here now and is proven to be a citizen will be a citizen. It's giving definitive citizenship to those who are already here. The thing about it is, that this is where I disagree with the president, getting that decision through executive action. I, I, I agree. That I think that's really where dis- libertarians have the... I, I think that's where a lot of conservatives have... By any means necessary. That, yeah, that's the thing. Because if, if you're going to do that, then you're no different than President Obama with the uh, yeah, affordable that, care. Yeah, that is... And that is one thing I, uh, yeah, I am disagreeing with Trump. He's like too many executive orders, and yet he's executive ordering. Yes. Uh, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna do an impact of the Constitution like that, convene the states, get a two thirds, do it the proper way through the proper channels. And it'd be definitely uh, uh, going over your executive privilege. Um, but as for you know stopping hanger babies, absolutely. I mean, I came to this country fair and square. It's still the law, you know. Like, you break the law, you you, you suffer the consequences. And and the thing that there's businesses where they they're taking expecting mothers and bringing them here illegally doesn't help. Yeah. Well, Trump has even. I mean, I know, I know that his his latest viral video, and we'll wrap this up pretty quickly. I know. It, I know Trump's latest five video is him going after Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta. Jim, Jim Acosta. Yeah. Well, basically, CNN is garbage. Yeah. And Acosta is CNN. Um. I mean, Trump has said repeatedly that he does want immigration, immigrants. He just wants them to follow the the laws. It's not. Yeah, which I, I feel like is. Fine. Yeah. I mean, if you want to come into the United States, you should file for citizenship. Absolutely. You should come in here legally because the ramifications of not doing that and not being here legally, you'll just get deported 
or you'll well, be thrown in prison. Yeah. Or you'll be separated from your family. Yeah. So why not just try and come into the country legally? Which, by the way, I, I hate the fact that like people are like, oh, that was a horrible policy Trump enacted. It's like, no. But that he, fixes so he, much... Well, he wasn't even the one that enacted like, that policy, though. Like, the, the policy of separating kids out the border, like, that was one from... That was... That's dating back uh, yeah, to Clinton. That, yeah, that... Well, and I think, like, they've done various variations of that, like, since the Cold War or something. Well, I mean, that was that was decided by an appeals court in, I think, the Ninth District. But, I, I don't know. The president is just being a president in, in terms of the, the whole separating children. Well, here's the thing. Coming from, if you're, gonna be, if you're an immigrant, are you really going to risk coming here as a parent to face yourself deportation only to be separated by your child? Mm-hmm. Right. If, if, if we do get rid of it, the whole, you know, clause allowing for anchor babies, it's for the betterment of everyone. Because if, if you leave a child here and they get citizenship through, through birthright, and the parents get deported, what's going to happen to the kids? You know what I mean? They're not going to get deported because by interpretation of the Constitution, they're citizens. So we're only harming more people by allowing this... this well, people also seem to think, though, and I think this is where people are getting confused. People think that natural-born citizens who are born here, that they're going to have to take the citizenship test, too, or they'll get deported. No. Which, I mean, I, I think people should take the citizenship test. That's including citizens as a whole? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they should take it just to educate themselves and... You know, know what that experience is like. I can see that, yeah. I don't think that should be... Have any legal ramifications if you fail or something. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure if... The, yeah, I'm pretty sure if that were, like, the vast majority of people would, yeah. would get deported. I mean, that speaks to what good immigration is. Good immigration is when you get immigrants who, you know, take the citizenship test and they end up knowing a lot more about the country than their native citizens. You've you've heard you've heard yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'm, and I'm not saying that to boost your ego. I'm 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 saying too late. No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, take take however you want. I'm just I'm just saying that. Oh no, yeah, I could have. You, you, you do know a lot more than most people. So, um. Anyway, we're at we're at one forty. Okay. I wanted to ask you guys, yeah. did you guys sign the petition to legalize weed? There's a petition? There's a petition? Yeah. It was actually, it should have been at most of the voting. I believe more in like the decriminalization, not okay. the illegalization. But. Okay, so here's my take on that. It's been, it's been, okay, I'm, I'm originally from Colorado. Yeah. It's been, I don't have a problem with, with them. I don't have a problem with them decriminalizing or legalizing it, but just the way Colorado did it was essentially, okay, let's legalize it and then figure out the rest later. Yeah, I which, feel like... Which caused way too many problems because now we've got, like, people are driving on a stone, we've got... Yeah. Like, and they're like, oh shit, we hadn't thought of... So basically, like, Colorado has become a, a dysfunctional, like... Yeah. Because no... Because we're like we're trying to figure out 
We're trying to figure it out as we go, like how to enforce. I mean, I visited there once, like a couple months ago. I mean, I didn't notice any of that. But then again, I haven't been there for too long. Maybe, maybe I'm just more sensitive to it because, like, I'm a, I'm a native and I'm mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to like before. Yeah. But like, but like that is true that they're kind of making it up as they go, and I'm like, I'm like. Yeah. I'm like I, I hate the fact that Florida was the test case. Yeah. Cal California should have been the test case. I agree because it's a lot more prevalent there. Well, okay. but it's also a higher concentration of people. Yeah, but I so mean, you can truly test what it will do to a larger I mean, population. Kind of my whole thing though is the state's fucked up anyway. So if they're yeah. if they're all stoned, like and it gets more and it gets fucked up, like nothing is going to really be different now. See, I see. I think the best case scenario that they could do is legalize it, decriminalize it, but then put a tariff on it. Like alcohol or like tobacco. Exactly. So it's actually profitable for the government, but it's also legal for people. But what but what I'm saying is just in terms of enforcement, they need. Yeah, what, obviously. What, you, what, what they needed, what they needed to do is like find a, is like actually like do the, do the test of like okay, how do we measure for like, uh-huh. uh, driving while stoned. Yeah. Because right now there is no way to like measure that like yeah. blood alcohol level. And that's the stand on one foot. Yeah, just like okay, dude. I want you to move your arm as fast as you can. There, there we go. Move your arm as fast as you can. Well, we'll see. We'll see that. Like the the funny thing. The funny thing is, is like, is like he's high on weed, not acid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) First time. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's uh, that's LSD, man. That's not. That's not acid. I speak from experience. You smoke some laced weed then? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Colorado. Well, oh, okay. Now we know the purpose, purpose of your trip. Okay. No, it was family. First Canada time too. Like, uh, when I went up to Canada, it was right after they passed for decriminalization. And like you would just walk down the street and there's just some dude smoking a joint. That's and wild. like cops are standing ten feet away. But it's like that's so cool that you can just smoke a joint in front of a cop. And like no ramifications. Everything's legal. The only thing that they do ask is that if you buy from a dispensary and you're near shops, you don't smoke it near a shop. Because that's That's nice. Yeah. So like they're okay. very nice about it, and I mean, I don't take know, it home. I feel like Canada is doing that part right with decriminalizing it and yeah. putting some sort of brackets on it, saying, "Hey, this is legal, but do these things because don't be a dick." It's Canada. I, I, yeah. So, any other topics that we need to? Get out of the way. We'll um, save some for next time. Dasani is a shit water brand. Canada sucks. I I I think I think Aquafina is Chad. Canada I, is no, the no. coolest country if you're visiting, not if you're living. I, okay, I'll give you I, that. I, I think yes. I think we I'm, need to retake Alberta. I, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That carbon tax is screwing them over, and yes. they are ripe for the picket. Yes. Yes. Jo- Justin Trudeau is a fag. Yes. 
Justin Trudeau is secretly uh, what was his name? Fidel Castro's son. Yes. We're 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 all, we're all we're all agreeing on on well. I have a Fidel Castro bobblehead. Well, Tom, well, Thomas, I don't know if you did this intentionally, but you kind of got the Fidel Castro beard going on. We just need to get him a little hat. You need to give him a little hat and a cigar. Yeah, get a really, really thick Cuban. You're like, get him one of those you're, like hats. you're like the conservative Fidel Castro. Instead of like communism, you just want like a hardcore like liberty. Para la constitución. Yeah. We we need to, we need to do like a meme of that, just like. Yeah. Just like have you be like polar opposite. You could be like that white guy that explains the games, like. John Wick is in Tilted Towers. Oh! <laughs> but you do like a Fidel And he Castro needs a like gold saw up. and a couple of chug gu- chug gu- jugs jugs. in order to get through. So, so what we need from you is your mom's credit card and the three numbers on the back. In uh, that crazy expiration date and year. But hurry, but John hurry. Wick is in trouble. And he needs your, your help. help. Oh, man. All right, <laughs> All right gamers. There's another one he's like... Tears T-Series is a major threat <laughs> to PewDiePie. PewDiePie needs your help to defeat T-Series in getting 69 million subscribers. John Wick is amazing, though. John Wick is amazing. I love John yes. I visited the uh, park where he learned that all the assassins were going to go after him. Oh, yeah? In Central Park. Beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Got accosted by a fake Buddhist monk, though. Oh, there's a lot of those. I've been. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. They shoved a bracelet on my wrist and said, "Here, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here." And I said, "Oh, oh, sure, I'll sign." And he said, "You want piece? You want piece? You want piece?" I said, "Sure, I want piece." And he said, "Okay, donate, donate, donate." And I said, "I looked at the bracelet. And I went, okay, it looks kind of nice." So I said, two bucks, two dollars, five dollar, two dollar, five dollar. Okay, fine. Because <laughs> it was a banded one. I said, "Okay, two dollar, two dollar, two dollar," and I already ran away. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's a lot of those there. It's totally a rip. There's this one Chinese lady. I was waiting in line to uh, the ferry to Ellis Island. And uh, there was one that was like walking around with a clipboard. And she's like, you want peace? You want peace? And I said, no. And now it's like, okay. Okay, okay. walking. It was so I, I've, I've actually done that to, to a good bull. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, gamers. Let's wrap this up. All right. Alright. So uh Gamer Girls send in your applications. <laughs> <laughs> well we do we do need need gamer girls. So any any that want to uh appear on the podcast, please oh, welcome. Please uh, We gotta outsource to TikTok for that. <laughs> I hate TikTok oh, with okay. a passion. With yeah, but, a absolute passion. Yeah, but the spice is flowing like no other. I the only good thing about it is the people that are so self-aware that they're trolling everyone else on TikTok. Yeah. Girls bullying girls. That is the best part. That is the best part. There's, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Uh-huh. And with and with that, we'll sign off. Is there uh, are, is there anything you want to plug? Any uh? Hey, follow my meme page, Dank Daddy Meme Master, please. I is, post is that on, memes. Is that on Twitter or That's Instagram? That's on Instagram. Or, uh, Instagram only. Uh, and look out for our next event at uh, SCF, the Young Americans for Liberty. Be on the lookout for that. We're going to make a prison. Do we, even, a prison. do we even know what that is yet? Incarceration, Incarceration Nation. Incarceration Nation. We'll, we'll catch you.
you up, catch you up on that. What's um, going on with that? I don't know about that. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll announce we'll it later on the podcast. But for right now, this is uh, a thing. What feels like we are out of here. So signing uh, off. Um, make America great again. Uh, Trudeau and Gilmore Roth bags. And good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Well, folks, if you've managed to uh, stick around towards the end and uh, you've made it to the end of this podcast, I want to thank you for uh, sitting through our nearly two-hour rant uh, regarding politics and pop culture and midterm goodness and comic book culture and Batman and all of the uh, inappropriate jokes, too, that we made, but we're politically incorrect here. And uh, we're just a bunch of white, you know, straight cis males. So, you know, we like to trigger the SJWs with our sense of humor. Uh, But in all seriousness, once again, I'd like to thank Thomas, Seth, and Trent for uh, joining me on the podcast for the Thursday edition. We'll be uh, back for part two of the uh, post uh, midterm election on Saturday. That'll be the live stream show. So uh, if you'd like to tune into that, please subscribe to my YouTube channel by searching the Field Report on YouTube, and you can s- subscribe live uh, for that. I don't know if I have a, uh, a guest this week yet. That's to be announced. Uh, as always, you can download the audio podcast for that as well on Saturday night after the show. And then uh, I'll be doing a part three, too. Uh, or I should say part three as well for uh, the post-election. And I'll, I'll announce when that's happening as well. Uh, in the meantime, folks, though, this was a good start to the, po- to, uh, the post-midterm analysis. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you on Saturday night. Uh, God bless and God save this great nation. Thank you for tuning in to the Whitfield Report.